birthday to Brennan. It was yesterday at the time of this recording. So happy birthday to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're <laughs> going on a vacation for a little bit here. So mm-hmm. this is coming out and I don't know. This might be in March by now, but uh, Mama K is also here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, happy birthday. I, I was there for the OG. You were, you were oh, the cool. first birthday. Uh, <laughs> I was there for the real birthday. Presenter. Not just, yeah, not just the anniversaries <laughs> of the birthday. I I took part in the whole situation. This is where one of the hosts here picks something uh, to watch, and it can be anything they want on any major streaming service. doesn't have to be a movie. It can be anything that's around movie length or shorter. Uh, or it could be a movie. Up to you. So, Nicole picked this time around. What did you have us watch? Oh, well, let me give you a little backstory on how I picked this. So it's really, it's really nothing serious, but um, I had asked my sister over FaceTime to scroll through her channels and help me pick a movie for this time. So she was scrolling through and telling me, oh, I liked this. I saw this. I saw that. But um, she was on Netflix and uh, I saw through her screen this particular movie that I, I, I chose and I'm, she didn't say it, but... I was like, oh, okay, thanks for the suggestions. But as soon as I saw it, I knew I needed to pick it. So that that movie is a B-movie from 2007, I believe. 2007, uh, that's right. Starring Jerry Seinfeld and Renee Zellweger. Um, as I started to review some of the information before we did this online, I actually came across this article, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, came from New York Magazine, and in 2017, someone wrote an article about the B-movie and said, a complete history of B-movies, many, many memes. And I'm sure if you're on the internet, you've seen a B-movie meme. Um, so I was just reading through this. It's kind of hilarious, actually, that someone took the time to write an article about this movie. But um, my favorite line in the beginning of the uh, article is, this story comes in seven parts. Sincerity, virality, propulsion, sexualization, weaponization, acknowledgement, and fracture. And I just found that to be so hysterical that this dinky animated Jerry Seinfeld movie had someone take the time to write about its sexualization and weaponization in today's modern world so i was very excited to review this and see what you guys thought about that movie and as we get into it what you think about this article as i read it a little bit more b movie is one of the most og internet meme lore kind of movies so i'm sure nicole's article probably has bits of that i know some of that too uh so yeah much (laughs) much aware in the early days of internet uh b-movie is is frequently memed Mm -hmm. okay do you know any anything about any of this surprisingly very little this must have been uh not in my wheelhouse in 2007 of things to do to look at (laughs) b-movie memes but um i mean if we were to do something more modern i think i could probably chime in a little bit more on the memishness of things but um not really. When I, I sort of read the same same information, Nicole, not I didn't read the article or I didn't do that, but I saw that that was out there and I was just like, really, I don't I don't get it. I don't and uh, I might have to investigate this. But um, I do remember <laughs> going to see the B movie in the theaters. I'm 
not sure if you were with me or if it was just your younger brother. I've seen this before, but I don't remember. I think I saw it. I feel like I saw it on a plane, but like over someone's shoulder. Maybe on a car trip. <laughs> it, I I remember oh, being. I remember that's possible. Tr- being. I remember. Yeah. Dr- there was. There was either driving or flying. We were. There was a mode of transportation, and that's right. how where I was watching. I don't remember exactly the details, but I've I've yeah. seen this before. And I was well, remembering I just, things while watching this. I'm like, ah, this. I f- forgot this is how this happens. Well, as I started watching again, I started realizing that I think this was the beginning of my. Um, because I, at this point, I had been raising kids for a dozen years, and I think this is the point where it's super okay to fall asleep at the theater with your kids when you're watching a animated film. <laughs> so that's where I that that's that's my pocket with this. <laughs> Having just graduated from college, a bee by the name of Barry B. Benson finds himself disillusioned with the prospect of having only one career choice: honey. As he ventures outside of the hive for the first time, he breaks one of the cardinal rules of the bee world and talks to a human, a New York City florist named Vanessa. He is shocked to discover that the humans have been stealing and eating the bees' honey for centuries and ultimately realizes that his true calling in life is to set the world right by suing the human race for stealing the bees' precious honey. Yep. And there's other <laughs> that, stuff that all happens. that happened. There's other stuff that happens, but that's yep. the... That's part of it. So, mm-hmm. B-movie. If you know the memes but haven't seen the movie, I mean, maybe you've seen the nine-minute version of the movie where it speeds up every time. Someone says B. Someone says B. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then you, uh, if you want to see the, the the original untainted version, what do we watch? Is Netflix, Nicole? Yep. Netflix. There you go. So, go indulge in the original product as it was intended to be viewed on your phone in between lunch breaks for a couple days uh, <laughs> while you're working Netflix, is what you're spoil- <laughs> i mean i really i really targeted this uh podcast about this article because i think it's just really interesting how this meme kind of took off and it's it's weird because the movie came out in 2007 however the memeage kind of started in late 2012 and it's really weird that it took five years to do that. Maybe, like, memes and stuff weren't all that popular in 2007. I mean, I was probably around four, 14, so I don't think I was on there doing It was still the stuff, block but, text um, days. Yeah, it really kicked, like, the meme kicked off on Tumblr. And people were, like, adding e- this whole full script to people's pages. <laughs> Yeah, and, Tumblr is uh, good for that. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> people still do that on Letterboxd, which is the movie review uh, app that a lot of people use, including myself. And uh, yeah, what? Yeah, there's a lot of reviews that are. This and it time. also <laughs> a lot of reviews that are just you like jazz. It also uh, <laughs> kind of moved forward with this Jerry Seinfeld knockoff Twitter account. Where this guy was writing things as Jerry Seinfeld, but it was just a spoof account, and he didn't know about the B movie. So when he found it, it like opened Pandora's box of of shit to write on Twitter. So um, <laughs> that was like through 2013, and I think it's still going. I mean, I feel like people would still post a B movie meme because now it's just like solidified into the pop culture of of the movie. Does that Twitter um, account still exist though? Um, possibly it's, it's called 
Seinfeld current day uh, at Seinfeld 2000. So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Go check him out. Uh, There's just a lot of references to uh, the birds and the bees and she wants the bee and... A lot of things, she lot wants, of things the about, wants the bee. A lot of things regarding um, bestiality and uh, beastingality, sexualization and bestiality. <laughs> and the article ends on um, a 2016 "Ask Me Anything" on Reddit from Jerry Seinfeld, seeing if people would be interested in a B movie too. So it really kind of came full circle for him. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's kind of what I had gotten out of this. I thought it was really funny. Um, But I'm I'm interested to see what you guys think of the movie itself as a movie, putting aside this whole, like, realm that it created and see what we think of the movie. Because it came out 15 years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, since you uh, don't, re- you probably don't remember. <laughs> I do too not much remember. Of it too. I uh, yes, I remember the beginning and the end, and the whole middle part was lost for me. So, but it's not a really a hard path to follow. Um, I don't know why this movie and and this movie gets talked about way more than it should. I don't, and just like you're saying, you know, having this whole person write their you know PhD dissertation or whatever on this um (laughs) the fact that there's probably somebody now that has doctor in their name because of this is a little much for me but um well okay i'm all for Um, it (laughs) but people of my that i know that maybe also had to um sit through a lot of animated movies um when their kids were young really detest this movie like there's there's vehemently uh, dislike going. You could say something like Shrek. Oh, Shrek. Good. Shrek 2. Nah. Shrek 3. Oh, it sucked. B movie. Never, never again. <laughs> and I was like, and I've been trying to sort of. First of all, Shrek 2 is almost as good as, as I, I like Shrek 2 better than that. Okay. Well, I, I don't Shrek have a problem with that. Shrek 3 was the dregs, but the, the whole, yeah, the whole, <laughs> the whole thing yeah, is that. Is Really, you don't have a, you know, there's, there's been some, there's, there's a lot of bad movies out there, right? Uh, there's bad animated movies out there. And, um, yeah, people who are like Cars 2 and Cars 3 are still like, meh, and then B-movie, no. So I, as I was watching, I was trying to figure out what it was about it that led people down this path. And I really didn't figure it out, but I think it has to just do with, honestly, I feel like it's just the... The center of the movie, the relationship between a bee and a human, which, I mean. <laughs> well, when you say it like that, come on. You're saying well, it's unbelievable? It's, uh, well, <laughs> it's unbelievable. You have to see it to believe it? Stop. But it's just like the whole movie actually, you know, we see things from our perspective in that movie, like people you know the other humans in the movie are so against it because 
because it's wrong. <laughs> and the bees are just against it because you're conspiring with the enemy. You know, it's like the bees don't really have an issue with the actual relationship, but it's just the whole what it represents. No, no, they're the bad guys now. Now that you've now that you've told us this, now you're going to go back and have a relationship with one of them. Also, it's a bee and a woman having a relationship. Um, Very interesting relationship yeah. here. And also she, I mean, she needs, she needs this guy because, you know, as the plot goes on in the movie, um, we see that without, without the bees, you know, we, we can't, we can't survive. And I think it's like, so is she manipulating him this whole movie? If you want to start talking about things that you normally wouldn't think about when you're watching this movie, but you know, is, is that what's happening here now that she's realized that, oh no, we lost the lawsuit against the bees and... I can't believe I'm saying any of these words out loud, actually. Don't, um. you, don't you feel like that that's that part of the movie that you just touched on about we need the bees? Don't you feel like that was so haphazardly thrown in there at the end? Oh, the whole end where all of our all of our crops die and and Central, yeah, what the fuck? Central Park is brown. I'm like, how do they know it's not just winter? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. How much time passed? The how long do the bees live? The bees are what? Well, they only live like, like five days or something. Yeah. Well, at the beginning, yeah, it was like three days of high days. school. Yeah, exactly. I don't. And then the bees. It has to be alive for over a year because yeah, crops all die everywhere. So. No, there is no the Plus time the trial system. There's yeah, the time frame in this means nothing because and that and that's that's part maybe that's part of the real problem with this movie is that it, it just doesn't make any beyond the fact that it's a bee and a woman it just doesn't make any beyond. sense beyond that yeah it, should we start speeding up our podcast now every time we say bee? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's just because they make a real big point in the beginning like several times talking about how their life is so so short and you know by day three they're graduating from b college or whatever and um you know he got all bees they yeah got all bees (laughs) and you know when you say that there isn't anything else to do but honey there was a whole job board of shit to do. They had a lot of choices about what to do because you know bees are That's dying. That's what I thought too. Yeah, and I'm they like, all involved with honey though. Like what? Yeah, but what we're all involved. We're all involved with money. Is there the difference is a letter, man? That's all it is. Money, honey. So I mean, <laughs> it's the same thing. The bees really don't have no a, honey, mo problems. You know what they say? <laughs> mo honey, mo problems. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we don't. We don't. It's. Bees don't have a leg to stand on. This is uh, this is just everyday life for everybody. Six. So they have six legs to stand uh, on. <laughs> um, so this was. The, I think that. Yeah. So oh, go ahead. Yeah. I think that the, this is just a weird movie, and I don't know who it's for, and <laughs> I don't know any kids that have ever liked it. I mean, never at one point did either one of my kids ask for any like bee merch. So. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like everyone was really super, super high when they did everything to do with this movie. Funny. The end. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, but but I, I, I like uh, I like the politics of the movie. I like the complicated nature of the politics. Because the Bee Society is like, uh, it's like a, um, 
It's like a like a it's like a socialism like utopia, right? That's what they've achieved. Their their mo- you say mo- their money is their honey, but it's not really. It's just it's all all of them do their assigned job, and there's not really, and you just get what everyone gets their needs, and you just do your job, and then that's the that's what you do. And there's no aspirations beyond that, except for Barry. Barry's the only one who has it's aspirations. It's like a teen angst film, you know? Well, the, yes, this 50-year-old it's Jerry emo. Seinfeld, the bee, has <laughs> got teen angst against his socialist utopia. <laughs> so, he... And that, but the, the actual, like, movie makes, makes sense. Because in the beginning, he was like, I want to go leave to explore. And then it becomes... And then he it becomes a, a, a rom-com with the, with the woman right. that he's falling in love with. Uh, right. and then and then he, it becomes a a trial court movie, drama. yeah, like yeah. a courtroom drama where the best performance of the movie comes in, uh, John Goodman's character, Leighton T. Montgomery, uh, and then and then after the bees defeat humanity in a lawsuit, which I that's the ma- there is some uh, hard to understand. <laughs> How do the from the begin the, the setup of the movie is you, you can't talk to humans and then by the midpoint of the movie the courtroom is filled with bees and there everyone knows everyone can talk like they just kind of gave right. up that rule no one's ever ever done that before like we've never and then so the, the, the <laughs> they successfully sue the humans and then everyone dies and then the bees be, get all the honey back and they become right. lazy and then they have right. to Gorged. so uh, i don't like, understand the geopolitical uh, that's what i don't get i'm like what, what is this saying here? about uh our political because i that's the political bodies i thought i think that's the, one of the more interesting i'm trying i still don't really understand what the because what's the society at the end where they have all the honey and then everything dies and they don't do anything is that a i don't know what that like is, is- that's what I think about this is, um, I, I definitely see the whole socialist aspect in the beginning, where we have our our job board, everyone gets their choice, and you know, and, and then that's what everyone you do has forever. a contribution. Everyone has a contribution to the society in there, and they've got their little setup and everything, and that's all fine and good. But you're always going to have rebellion, um, and somebody who wants to take on a task that they're not equipped for so he wants to go out with the other pollinators or whatever um but i think that the main focus of this movie is it was created so that jerry seinfeld could jab at his celebrity adversaries (laughs) so i I looked that up and i'm assuming you're talking about ray liotta and sting 100 (laughs) percent And Larry King, sorry, B. Larry King. That's just his name. Is they just put B? Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's not even like a funny pun. I almost the like that more. Funny. It's like they gave up at that point. They're just like, what do yeah. we call the Larry, Larry King B. character? B. Larry, Larry B. King, King would be better. Yeah, but Larry <laughs> B. King else. would be delay. I think I like B. Larry King because it's so lame. <laughs> it's the lamest name ever. That's what. And fucking Ray Liotta has no nickname, but. They make him look like a buffoon, and I, it's got to be something that Jerry wanted to have in there. It's actually Ray Liotta. I don't know what their beef is. Voicing him, so he's doing. Yeah, it. does he have a real beef with these people, like Sting and Ray Liotta and Larry King? I mean, I don't. If well, you're gonna all, beef with people, thinly veil themselves. your characters to look like them. 
They all you voice know. themselves, so they must at least be willing. I, I was going to say right. something about when I looked up B-movie Ray Liotta, because I, I didn't know it was him voicing originally. I thought it was a fake person, because it doesn't sound like him. It sounds like he's doing an exaggerated version, which I guess is what he's doing. But if you, <laughs> you Google Ray Liotta B-movie, you get the B-Wikipedia page. Like, you know how, like, certain, like, uh, universe, like, star, like Wiki- Wikipedia for Star Wars. There's a B-movie Wikipedia specifically. Oh, it says, Ray Liotta is a minor antagonist in B-movie. He is also the founder of Ray Liotta Private Select Honey, which is harvested and bottled in Scotland. <laughs> Ray Liotta is devil- devilishly handsome, but with an inner turmoil that is always ready to blow. this shit too. This is proven when during the Honey trial, he has a breakdown where he threatens to murder Barry, and in response, a major film company Ray Liotta was working for slammed the doors on Unlawful Entry 2, a movie with an unknown release date. Oh right! God, you didn't have to go write all that about yourself. It's got, it's got, he's got quotes. Watch it, Benson. I could blow right now. <laughs> he's got uh, oh my God. character information. Full name Ray Liotta. Other names Ray Badfella Liotta. Uh, <laughs> personality has an inner turmoil that's always ready to blow. Appearance devilishly handsome. Oh my God. Yeah. It's it's basically that joke over and over. Honors and awards. Emmy win for an outstanding performance as a guest in ER. <laughs> <laughs> this is all in the B movie uh, DreamWorks.fandom.com. Why? Media. Why? Why? Oh, I, I didn't look. I didn't look any further because I thought that one found. I found that one very entertaining. Oh I was like, that's God. enough. I, I don't need to know more. Is that a, that's uh, Wikipedia? <laughs> no, they just did the same thing that they did with Larry King's name. Put B in front of it. B Wikipedia. <laughs> I oh. do get that same feeling, not as much as an Adam Sandler movie, because this is like, um, there's some levels of enjoyment and the absurdity, but like, everyone in this is super famous. So Jerry Seinfeld, Renee Zellweger, Matthew Broderick, John Goodman, Patrick Warburton, Chris Rock, Kathy Bates, Barry Levinson, Le- Megan Mullally, Rip Torn, Oprah Winfrey, Michael Richards, Larry King, Larry Miller, Jim Cummings, jo- John DiMaggio, Tress McNeil, Simon Smith, Ray Liotta Sting. He's basically... Got this $150 million budget, a script that makes no sense, so he could embezzle money to pay I mean, he's like a billionaire, isn't he, Jerry Seinfeld? He's got... got I think he's in the high hundred millions. I don't think he's got access to every celebrity he could possibly want to communicate with. And this is what they agree to do. When I look at that cast, I'm like, uh, I get that same embezzly feeling. Like, come into the sound booth, do half a day of work, and I'll give you a million dollars, and then we'll just have a $150 million budget, drop this thing, kids don't know movie. Like, this is still, you know, Pixar back then was the only game that made good stuff. I mean, DreamWorks made Shrek, but I don't think anything else DreamWorks made was on that level. I was watching this YouTube a channel and i cannot remember the guy's name right now um kurt curtis connor i think his name is and he was he did a whole uh episode on disney adults and he said it's so wild that there's this large quantity of people that enjoy disney but you don't ever hear of dreamworks adults <laughs> <laughs> why don't you ever hear of dreamworks adults or even like universal <laughs> then, adults, you don't. I mean, you hear now you hear there's Harry Potter adults for sure, Potterheads. Yeah. I mean, they're they're you look in their... the DreamWorks repertoire. I mean, there's really not much to go off. <laughs> it's because oh, Disney has a whole lifestyle around it. Right. Disney has enough. Co- DreamWorks just doesn't have. It would be. I mean, there's Pixar fans, but like Pixar also makes good products and is part of the Disney world. Whereas right. DreamWorks 
is just a production studio. Are there? I mean, I, I, I would say Illumination has more hardcore fans because of those fucking minions. That's that's Illum- that's all Illumination is. But you see those people with their minion shit. And I don't know what they're doing with their lives. I don't know why you would do that. If you're gonna throw yourself into a child's animated fandom, you've picked a not a good one. So I, <laughs> I'm gonna but pick. That just like- goes back to the memeage. Well, that's the thing. It's like, what what happened with this? And 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 di- and you know, if we're talking about this was set up by Jerry Seinfeld to kind of just bankroll some friends and stuff. Um, yes, is he smart enough to like set up this memeage too to keep it relevant? Like, I'm glad you asked. Oh, okay. Give me the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nicole, tell all. I want to know. <laughs> so, I opened up another uh, article from IndieWire that had. Uh, Something about the bee memeage and whatnot. And uh, while I don't think that he set up the meme culture, I think, one, he is absolutely was fueling it for some time. But the, the main start of the memeage had to have come from him when we read this here. So with just under $300 million at the worldwide box office, B-Movie was not the animated hit that DreamWorks was used to experiencing in the early 2000s. It missed out on an Oscar nomination, but it did compete for Best Animated Feature at the Golden Globes, landed five Annie Award nominations, including Annie Award for Best Animated Feature. Also, Seinfeld was hoisted above the Cannes Film Festival, where the film made its debut in a bee costume. He put himself in a bee costume. (laughs) I I (laughs) love My respect, like, I just, like, my, 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 my world has crumbled. Can it not become a meme after that? You know you saw Jerry Seinfeld floating across a theater in a bee costume. It, it's incredible. I still don't, I don't know why he did this. Because Jerry Seinfeld doesn't, doesn't make movies or shows or like he might be a producer on something, but he doesn't do stuff anymore. He shows up in things when he feels like it as himself. He does the, he goes, gets coffee with his friends in a car, right? but he doesn't like, he doesn't make a bunch of movies. Like he's not a voice in movies all the time. He doesn't show up as an actor in movies after he bankrolled hundreds of millions of dollars in a show. He was just like, all right, I'm done. Like, it was a little bit of his voice. Like he was just like, kinda, <laughs> I'm done. Like, <laughs> it's weird that he did nothing for years after Seinfeld, and then he did this, and then has gone back to really doing. Nothing. I mean, did, wait, does anyone know what he's what he's doing? He's, Other I don't know. He's still having a show, and just yeah, he doesn't the people car he thing. Kind of. So why I, why this why why well, is this like if he wants to embezzle money like Adam Sandler does every year, then he could have just kept doing that. Like, but. One of the Why one of the this? things that I read though is that this just came about that he was just kind of talking about making a movie where an a live action movie about bees. This is why I think everyone was just like fucking loaded when this was all going on because a live action. <laughs> oh, this would be movie so great as live action about bees. And he was talking with Steven Spielberg about it, and Spielberg was like, "No, no, no, no! You need to go the animated route with this." And then then we got the bee movie. So I, I feel like I'm now talking like Jerry and then we got the B movie, you know, um, <laughs> I, know, I just did the second go. I had some voice cracks. It's like, you I was can't like, sorry, not do it. You can't not do it when you're talking about Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> you started to get a little, you might be a redneck at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. 
God. Um, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. Um, so I think um, that I think that what I think that then that's one of those things that like I don't know when you're with your friends sometimes and you guys think that's something su- super h- hilarious and you keep talking about it and it gets more and more funny and it's just you think it's the most brilliant thing you've ever done you've ever thought of and done and then they make this thing and then it's like everyone else is like question mark <laughs> what it, what it makes this? sense to me that there's a certain amount of people that think that this is so funny that there needs to be memes about it and that's why it got so popular it's so outlandish why wouldn't you post the full script of this fucking stupid movie on someone's page? It's hilarious. But sometimes it's not because people think it's funny. A lot of times it's more like people think that it's really easy to to mock because it's so bad. Oh, well, this um, is for sure. Yeah, like the girl, like the thing <laughs> the that's thing going is... on right now with Uncut Jams, you know. Oh, the, Uncut Jams. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. things like jo- that. Uncut Jams. <laughs> so... Everyone was doing it, not because she was funny when she did it, because she was fucking ridiculous when she did it. And then I've seen... She did it so unironically, it's a shame. Yeah, that's like literally her. And then I saw her on, I don't know, a late night show. They Now she's everywhere that you can see all these past clips. And she is the epitome of terrible Valley Girl talk. And this the uncut joms was just like the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> the tip of the iceberg. So it's like... <laughs> You know, that there's happens. one girl on TikTok who just goes around to different locations and just pulls down her mask and goes, "I'm cut jobs <laughs> over and over, and it never gets old ever. I mean, it'll get old eventually by the time you're hearing this, but in in the current Maybe. time of recording, yeah, current times is everybody's doing it. People are doing their work on their computers and just going on cut jobs, on cut jobs. The dogs that you also, normally watch are also doing it. You know, everyone's doing it. Also, at the current time of recording on at least i've seen a bunch it's several times on tiktok another dreamworks movie which is i would say the ultimate meme animated movie is shrek is there a more oh my god please shrek, yes shrek shows up everywhere yeah like, shrek. like he he I mean, is the ultimate memed animated character like the movie is is b tier compared to compared to shrek where Stop. he shows no even spongebob because spongebob's uh, well, close. The Shrek, Shrek meme right now is unbelievable. What yeah, is, so I'm assuming we've seen the same one. It's uh, it, Lady Gaga's outfit. Lady Gaga's just dance starts playing the disco stick part, and then a giant animated Shrek in all leather dominatrix dominatrix with outfit is yeah, like uh, f- over toppling the landmark that he's standing in front of. I just saw it yesterday. Today and then, the, like, yeah, he Philadelphia's like, on, like the Eiffel city Tower hall. Oh he's, he's behind Philadelphia's city hall, and he's twerking up a storm. Why is he's this on happening? The airplane. It's amazing. See, I like I like where memes have gone. Where it's just you could just do that. It's it feels like a randomness, but there is some sort of tickling of the brain that just like yeah, this works. Like I like it. It doesn't uh, it doesn't feel like trying. And that's what B movie the the copying of the script and oh, I love the, the you like jazz is very funny to me. It's so quick and cuts through. I do not um, understand why that's funny. The, 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 that's that's to me that feels dated, like dated uh, uh, randomness internet humor. Whereas now, the the meme is so strong now, and like the and the, the the roots and ties so deep. It's like when you go and look at like original stand up comedy that's not from the greats. Like if you just look at like regular stand up comedy from fifty years ago and where it's come to. Yeah, you look at old memes and where it's come to now. It's just 
create oh it's it's such a it's in such a glorious place now i don't wonder like we get shrek twerking in a dominatrix outfit over large landmarks <laughs> to lady gaga's just dance it was great it's great i, I, I love to see where because the... you guys are able to this is like you know you're reminiscing like you, you guys are now sort of reminiscing I about think the childhood I'm, things i think i'm so impressed by someone who can create something like this that's true and thousands of people see it and also find the humor so that it has blown up this way i think it's genius and i always wish i could have made a cool meme that went viral but it's just something that hit the right place at the right time and that's why the fucking b movie wasn't cool in 2007 but something clicked (laughs) in 2012 that the internet was ready for it we we had the right amount of technology to make b movie memes and now we have such good tech that 14 year olds could make you know shrek twerk on the eiffel tower that's why that's that's it's we're such a great people are like oh it's destroying our world i'm like i totally 100 percent disagree i think this is the, a great step in the direction of where i want to see the world go i will because i i'm pro uh what's a, what's the movie ready player one where everyone's like in the in the the virtual world and but in that movie it's like everyone's like regular characters and doing races and stuff they have no idea what we what what young people would actually do in there they would do all kinds of crazy weird it's uh <laughs> like vr chat that shit that we watched nicole oh, uh, God, where, the, yeah. all the, where they create all these wacky characters and they do the weirdest things that's what i want i, I really like that it shows such a good spectrum and creativity of humanity that's what the b movie really says to me <laughs> well that's what the <laughs> aftermath of the b movie says to you yeah <laughs> I'm surprised. Uh, uh, actually, watching the B movie, it's actually pretty boring. I actually only yeah. found a couple of parts amusing. A it lot of it is actually pretty dull. Did yeah, it? well, we had to keep pausing it. Yeah, because you were going off on rants about something else that night. The but, thing uh... that really is so wild to me is the whole thing that people are over. I don't even know what the word to say is. They're overshooting what that relationship between the bee and the woman is. Oh. And, Do you think they I mean, are? Because I don't think they are. I don't think so either. They're, I, I mean, she, they seem to be really friendly. I don't think there's anything sexual in it. And people really took it out of context, in my opinion, and made it seem like, oh, yeah, she's going to fuck that bee. <laughs> like, but in the context the of time, the movie, it feels like a rom-com beats, though. But and at the same time, she like, leaves it feels her, like a meat cute. She she starts to push away her husband for the bee. I'm pretty sure the husband gets left, doesn't he? By the end, is that the he husband by or is the it thing just a boyfriend? And he's like, that bee's ruining well, my life. Also, he's a dick. Other. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, she drops his ass for the bee. So I don't know if it's just because that's her her passion in life is to help the bees, or if she is passionate about Barry. Well, I think it's Pat. She's passionate about the bee because her flower business is crap without the bees, and I think that that's, that's her ulterior motive. So, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go yeah. further and and go and go there with it. I so. think it's blown out does, of proportion. It's still funny though. If you're talking about her, her motivation, though, she she helps the bees, and then the bees don't do anything anymore, and then all her shit dies. So she was on the side of helping her yeah. store to go out of business originally. Well, yeah, I I don't know, I. 
If yeah. she's a mastermind, yeah. she's a shitty mastermind. She did the opposite of what she should have <laughs> Well, done. I mean, that's just, that's like symptomatic of this movie, though. Because <laughs> you're like, yay, you know, socialism. But then all of a sudden, no, all, they're lazy now. So what does this mean? Does this mean we gave them their honey, so now they're lazy? So are you trying to tell me that, like, people who get, like, help from the government They're only lazy when they stop, are, are lazy. when they realize they could have had more. Oh, oh, so it's society before being introduced to greed is can be perfect but as soon as greed is introduced yeah it's the idea that greed is not inherent greed is introduced as soon as she doesn't like humans you don't wouldn't realize, be greedy naturally yeah you don't realize but that's not even true in this movie though because you're saying like this is a socialist utopia it's not the guys who go out and get the poll or the pollinators they're definitely on a step above you know regular bee people and then but they don't make they don't have an, an a, they they have a fun life to him but like most every other bee but Barry is completely happy with their life no other there is not one other character who is dissatisfied no, with their lot no no that's not true because all the girl who, bees who like the pollinators and so Barry and his little buddies stand by going gee i wish i was a pollinator so i could get girls well so, his buddy does, his buddy doesn't his buddy just wants to be a regular Joe. Barry's the like Barry's one uncle or something that's in the hive that's with the parents that is like I I wanted to do that when I was your age or whatever he said. Right. I wanted to I do that 2 days ago when hive. I was your age. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't well, know. That's I, I think thing. Ba- maybe Barry's the villain to the society. He's the one who introduces he's like uh he's like even the garden. He's the one who ruins it. Oh, it's right. everything for everybody. That's right. This is this is about uh the yeah. first walks of life of this uh community well, if if, ba- if barry had just fallen in line and been happy with everyone maybe it's, it's kind of like uh like a like brave new worldish or uh what's the other one the uh, uh the ayn rand one i can't remember oh atlas shrugged uh, but like, yeah atlas shrugged he's what he or but it's not quite like that but no. it's more it's more brave new world uh but like he he's 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 the only one who's just, and the, I don't think the the pollen jocks have also a more dangerous job, and they also like there's no indication that there's a class system, uh, as far as like having a bigger home or more honey to have the. No, it looks around. like we all get choice of the same jobs too. It's not like yeah. A, well, you pick your job, structure. and then that's your, and that's your job forever. And yeah, it doesn't seem like, uh, like. It doesn't seem like the the class system seems pretty level. Like the mayor is just, or not the mayor, the, the dean of the school is I'm sure the dean a of the school, but not an authority figure. What? I'm sure there's a queen. Yeah, we never hear about. Yeah, the there queen. is a queen, but the queen's the only the queen's the only one who would. buy yeah, don't, we, we never. Well, we know that she. They're all related because of that distant cousin. I mean, yeah, we see the other. Incesty. We see the other hive when he gets to the bee farm, and it's just it's like uh, Black Mirror esque. <laughs> Yeah, they all they all have like the fake like apartment walls, fake walls. kind of thing. <laughs> but they're that's that's what us. The we're we're the workers. Even? They're the workers being exploited. <laughs> See, none of this makes any sense. We're we're going like let's hit on every hot ticket, you know, item, and they then put just a lot of put it there. And just, the... Yeah. <laughs> the let's just put think. it there and then and then leave <laughs> and see what happens. And then we'll just drag Ray Liotta's name through the whole fucking thing and call it a day. <laughs> and sting. 
Sting always seems to wind up. He's in just movies. there because his name's Sting. I know. Well, I know. not just that, though. But I mean, he was there. he was in something else that we reviewed recently. What was that? And it's just like, why does Sting just show up in movies and he's Sting? And that's like, <laughs> that's all he. I mean, that's great and all. If that's all, if you don't have to do anything else, it's like that's pretty sweet. Uh, oh, what did he? Sh- he he wasn't something. They yeah, had he was in something Arthur where I thought. What's that? They should have had B. Arthur in it. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, I'm reading his filmography. I don't see what it would have been. Uh, it was, uh, maybe it was a TV show? Oh, I don't. I see I don't the whole see scene where he's in it, and they're like, and somebody wants to go see Sting, and they're like, no, you can't see him. And then, uh, what was it? Oh, well, yeah. And I, I thought, I thought it should have been a. Bono, because it was like a good Yes, yeah. Something. I remember talking about this, but I don't remember what it was. I, I'm looking through. I don't see this thing that we would have done recently. I don't know what, where, where he came huh. up organically. Huh. Well, and anyway, he um, seems to do that. Yeah, any, what else? Anything else, Nicole? Is there any other bits no, that I'm we haven't... No, I'm over this now. I mean... <laughs> they fly a plane I had at the all end. these thoughts. I went, we went through them. I think that I can't give this movie any more recognition. It's just the fact that Jerry was like, oh, yeah, we're going to make a second one. Get ready for two bees flying through the fucking festival. He can't, was in, sorry. With that. He was in Only Murders in the Building. That's what it was. That I'm thinking of. Only Murders in the Building? He was in Only Murders in the Building, and also he was in Succession as Sting. He was in Succession? He's in Succession? Yeah. When was he in Succession? He was there as a... Uh, to go the right- to the party? The writer, uh, was it at the party? I can't remember. Oh, the part? No, the, no, I don't think there was any. Oh, he might have been at the party. Actually, yeah, I think he was that. at the the big party, Kendall's big party. So Kendall's birthday. <laughs> Kendall's birthday. <laughs> yeah, he's got. I, yeah. That episode makes me laugh. I can't wait hard. for that show to come back. That's so good. They're making us wait way too long for that. Yeah, they are. I know it's not. It's not. I don't even think they're shooting. And we didn't. They're not shooting. Brandon, when it came out, we watched it like a year later. I know. We just binged through it the last couple weeks. Recently, I I regret how quickly we watched it. We should have. We should have spaced out our time more. Really, uh, as much time to breathe. As much as I like that people drop full series, I really wish they would drop one a week because of that. What you're saying right now, seriously. Because I do enjoy like like one of the Star Wars TV shows more. Yeah, watching them one one episode. Like I I do immediately after be like, God damn it! I know you have one sitting right there ready for me, and you won't <laughs> give it to me. But uh, that's just but that's okay. Brain, I guess because then uh, you can go back. Yeah, like, you can go back and watch like the last fifteen minutes of the episode before, and then kind of relive it again, and then just like, okay, now I'm going to get more of this. So. I usually just let the recap do that for me. Some people skip the recap. I'm like, yeah, that, that that's a good primer for what the episode's going to cover. I'm fine with that. I skip recaps um, only when I'm binging. So never had that problem with Orange oh, yeah. the New Black. They drop that shit all at once. <laughs> for what is it? Oh, Orange the New Black. Yeah, I haven't. Well, you also didn't start watching that until like six seasons in, or, or or did you? I can't remember. Oh, I watched it when it came out. Yeah, I never got into that show. I couldn't quite. Uh, I liked that show so much. Needless to say, yeah. many of these things, most all of these things we're talking about right now, are way more anticipated than B movie two. He opens up so. a law firm at the end that sells honey, and he's also a pollen jock. He somehow got everything he wanted at the end, and the girl. I don't know. 
I don't know what the well, message is. What's the point want. of this? That's, right. Everything, literally, literally everything to right. go his way. Yeah, I mean, yes. that, that's what, usually what happens. How uh, how is Renee Zellweger's character going to be happy with this? That's what I need to know. Like, how is this going to be? Unless she's just a cat lady who loves her flowers and doesn't need to have any sort of like real relationship. I guess maybe they do just sit and eat. And I don't know. I'm not. Also, happy. why is her voice extra annoying in this? That's just her voice. I thought. Yeah, no, I felt worse. It felt worse this time. <laughs> Because she's with Jerry. She, he flies she, up inside of her. Because she what? I, th- I said, you think he flies up inside of her. We're oh avoiding my God, the question. That's so disgusting. We're avoiding it. No, we know how moisture is bad for bees. <laughs> That's true. You won't oh my them. God, I'm done with this. You can take medication to make yourself drier. Stop! You release some pollen. <laughs> he gets the pollen okay, all over here. Her no, pollen no, all over no, his no, fur. No, no. no, we are done with this episode. All right, thank you, Nicole, for having us watch B movie. Very, very good yeah. oh choice. This is like, what is the porno you version of this Kenny, movie? We just it. made it. We just made the porno version of this movie. He loves, he loves pollinating the flowers. Isn't you know that what, what this was made for? <laughs> to be fucking spoofed. Uh, you, know, you know they have them. They gotta have them. They have it all. Uh, oh, that's a uh, B movie. So we're gonna do. We're gonna get back to some uh, newer <laughs> things. Listener suggestions. Send them in if you got them, because I think we might even have a slot or two left to do. I got my host pick coming up. Uh, it probably won't be anything like this. C uh, movie. Yeah, if you. C <laughs> <C-movie. laughs> <won't be> be- <laughs> movie. Nicole's never seen Shark Tale. If we're gonna stick in this realm, and I think Nicole would love Shark Tale. Uh, please me. don't do this. It's it's also kind of bad. But <laughs> we can become the DreamWorks adults. Uh, that's <laughs> blasphemy, DreamWorks. right there. No, like, okay, would never. I'm 100 um, percent sober now, people. So no. Yeah, if you want, uh, yeah, send your recommendations. Films with them, in my, films with the women in my life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram to send suggestions to Brennan underscore Podhost, and you can email the show films with the women at gmail I'm gonna plug the letterbox too, since I like I've been using that app a lot more lately. I follow some people on there, and yeah. if you want to see all the lists and stuff. I do every movie I ever watch now. I do a like a paragraph long review, like one to four sentences, depending on what there is to talk about so at brennan underscore pod host on letterboxd if you are on there so that is it thank you guys for being no god till next time this is brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies thanks for listening to films with the women in my life if you enjoyed being a listener in our life please rate and subscribe on apple podcasts or on your favorite podcast app Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole Delesio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.